What's going on, my lovely people? Welcome back to Season 1, Episode 10 on the Fucking Watch Podcast. Thank you, Dream, for the help. <laughs> That's what friends are for. Uh, But to kick it off right off the bat, for I got a message from Private First Class Garcia, who is a Marine, that he sent me a screenshot of the first half of the fan fiction for Toko and Drew. The f- title of the first chapter being called, We're Having Children. Now, I have questions. I have questions as to the fact that how they're having kids. So, you're telling me. So, it's either Drew or Toko. You're going to shit your baby out? Just wondering. Toko? Okay, my bad. I thought you couldn't see my hand. Um... So what's gonna happen is I'm going to inseminate Drew, and I'm not gonna go into detail how that works, but after that process has already been done, we wait about four months because it's just quicker with males, and he is unfortunately gonna poop the baby out. We're just hoping he can take a four-hour poop. You know, that image within itself was not needed. So, just you're welcome. I'm so glad I deafened myself. Drew, you got a big head. Thank you. And I'll soon have a big stomach to match. We're having children. <laughs> Fuck yeah. <laughs> okay, so we're going to jump right into the questions today. Uh, first question being for Mr. Drew the Dude. Why did you choose combat engineer? I was lied to. I got told my dick would grow. They lied to me. I also got told I would blow things up. They partially lied to me. But I like the people. Engineers are the fucking are some of the best people I've met, so it's kind of it's 50/50 on how I feel about it. But so far it's it's not bad. Could I mean, be worse. I mean, it can't be as bad as um Mr. Suprump, desk jockey, or, or a laundry specialist. I mean, well, yeah, now, I think... well, now that doesn't even seem like a real job. I mean, let's be real. We dog on the, the laundry mat specialists a lot, and we've had a couple questions from them. It seems like those kinds of people in general seem to hate their job. And I think we reacted to like that that army video. It was quite laughable. I mean, come on, man. I feel like being a laundromat specialist is worse than being an being an MP or a cook. Yeah, Jack. Oh, okay. I thought about it, and yeah, don't. I'm not gonna say it. Okay, gotcha. At Toko Suprump, how often do you blow Drew's back out? Um, uh, once a week. I'm gonna say I'll take this one. We alternate days, okay? So like Maybe Monday. So like Monday, it's it's him, and then Tuesday, it's you. Yeah, it just alternates. Mia. And by blowing each other's backs out, what they mean is instead of using actual weights when they go to the gym, they just do body weight. They lift each other. Because, you know, sometimes you go to the gym, and it's really hard to be finding, like, a barbell. And that's just so much work. And, you know, if you have a dedicated buddy that's willing to let them lift you and do body weight squats and bench presses with. That's what they're talking about. Next question. At Drew the Dude, I noticed that when LT was streaming ready or not, you scream a bunch of random words. What is with that? Didn't know you were streaming that. Anyway, um, yes, uh, I am very jumpy when I play games because I get really into them. 
LT saw me like this close to my screen playing ready or not and the dude pops out of nowhere you know like Goku with the instant transmission and tends to freak me out a little bit when somebody with a tech 9 is pointed directly at my face who knew right right so um Toko would that be a uh, last night's game when you both died to do behind door Listen, man, we only died to the person behind the door because you weren't with us. You could have taken him out. Because I wasn't there to save you. You're right. You had a shotgun. Exactly. And guess what? I blew his fucking head off. In-game. Yes. In-game. But then you got people like Drew who were going guns a-blazing right side by himself. And then he'll be like, I died. <laughs> Anything is possible. Now, don't get me wrong. This game is fun. It's very interactive. Now, I'd really love to see how Mia would play with us as part of a tactical squad. Uh, walkers have not yet been implemented in the game. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> You're right. Walkers have not been. You know, no, 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 no. So there should be like an option in the option menu. When it choose like when you can choose between like your M4 and your sidearm, there should be a, a, like an option for potential walker. Mia, I just like to go on the record and say, unless friendly fire is allowed in this game, it is. I'm no longer okay. Well, you can kill your now, teammates. You my, now you have piqued my interest. Now you have piqued my interest. <laughs> now now I will still play. I was going to say, no friendly fire. I don't, I want nothing to do with it. There's a time when as we Soka, were... As Soka, what happened last time we played uh, hardcore. That's why I'm no longer allowed to play hardcore. <laughs> Toko? We don't talk about that. Anywho. Um, so we try not to bring disabled people into battle with us because they tend to be a liability. Mia, I'm sorry. You're not allowed. Come on, Mia. It's okay. Master Sorry Little Tits that I um Meagly Airboard might be a liability because of the walker. It's okay. No, there should be like okay. two separate parachutes. One for the walker and one for you. My hopes and dreams. <laughs> Dead. Mr. Jack. Well, if you don't take the disabled into the battle, then what's what's the reason with the Marine Corps? Because you know we're all a little special. Well, what if we... Like, we are special. What if we take down, like, a crayon with us and have, like, a little parachute for the crayon? Yeah, see, what if we take that down with us and add a little parachute to it? Would that count? You know, I don't know. Someone get on that and get back to us about that. Would it? <laughs> Hell yeah. At Drew the Dude, do me a favor and stop douche fluting. I think I know I think I know what that means. They're talking about the vape. Drew. Yeah, um This has actually helped me not smoke cigarettes, so and I, I hit this way less than I would smoke a cigarette, so. Ha. Progress. Going on, like, I think three weeks of, like, not buying a pack of cigarettes, so. Slowly but surely, we making it. Still with the nicotine now, because can't get through a day in the military without it. At Mia, if you had to choose... One or the other to eat for the rest of your life, what would it be? Between Korean barbecue or Chinese? Korean barbecue, hands down. It's so easy to mess up Chinese food. There's Korean barbecue. You can't make it unless you know how to make it. You know what I mean? Like, Facts. It's hard to mess that up. Whereas, like, Chinese food, bro. Pan Express calls themselves Chinese food. 
Americanized Chinese food. That's that. Mm, anyways, that was all. It, it was a very simple answer. Korean barbecue. At Drew the Dude. Big head man. That's me, baby! <laughs> I accept it and I love it. Why are Thank they... you. I got so my question is, is why they're saying you have a big head. I don't... Because I have a big head? I don't know. <laughs> are they wrong? I... Not really, no. Toko, what do you think? Does he have a big head? I've explained it four times. I'm not explaining it again. We'll say we'll just consider that as a as a yes. At Toko Suprump Andrew the Dude, how would you feel if we made a whole series for you involving a fanfic on Wattpad? Oh god, please don't. Send it. Please. Fucking do it. Send it. Yes. Please it so we can read it. Please do it. Please. I feel like it'd be very in, de- very in detail, and that kind of scares me. Oh, I want that. I want detailed. I want a you series. Want that, but Toko doesn't want that. I don't care. I want a full animated series, damn it. What if they're like pictures too? <laughs> pictures. Yeah. It's a fully published novel. Shout out Penguin Publishing. <laughs> they add pictures in like the smut scenes. <laughs> oh my god. It just turns into a visual novel on Steam. Ew, no. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes. Whole series, do it. Because I want that. He gets no say. At everyone, I think it'd be more persistent if we made a fanfiction involving Terminal Smith and his mallet. Yes. Yeah. Yes. All right. If you're going to do one about Smith and his mallet, you got to do one about Doc and his plank. That's the series right there. No, or we, just do, or we just do all three, combine them all together, and have like some kind of orgy. <laughs> Chapter two. Drew the dude fucks blank. Chapter three, one man, one hammer. No. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, one man, one mallet. No! One hand, one mouth. No, shut the fuck up. Mr. Jack. Drew, the splinters you would get from that, I can't imagine. <laughs> I'm pretty sure Doc would hate you after that. You gotta risk it to get the biscuit, boys. Anything for views, am I right? <laughs> Mia? As the current representative and the only representative tonight in the podcast for the medical court, um, I'm going to have to go ahead and veto that idea. Um, What, is this a council now? Yeah, on behalf of all medics, um, you show up to my any any of our clinics, um, it's going to be a no for me, dog. (laughs) It's going to be a no for me, dog. You're going to have to go to a fucking fucking private clinic. Go off base, dog. Go off base. I got tweezers and I got uh, rubbing alcohol. No, we're not doing this. We are not going to be doing with tweezers. No, I don't trust you with tweezers. In fact, I don't trust you with anything that has to do with a tool, a medical tool, that involves extracting. No thanks. But I am a tool, so it's fine. Extract it yourself with your hand, then dumbass. You don't need tweezers. Stop. <laughs> don't go. Not sissy it through, my boy. From Matt Wentworth to Toko Suprump, you are a beautiful human. That's the first nice thing you've said to me, Matt. I love you, buddy. <laughs> Surprised he didn't call call you that um, derogatory term. Yeah. Uh, Mr. At Drew the Dude. Oh, no. Again, why do you look hella Asian with your glasses off? Um, At this point, I'm just going to say blame my mother. 
for uh, genetics. None of my parents are Asian, so I don't know. We'll trying to figure look like it me. out. Figure it out on Ancestry.com, all right? He's trying to look like me. <laughs> You're I, do. I don't know. I mean, I don't think I do, but, you know, whatever. You're a Asian. Is it just me, or does his head look big, but when he takes his glasses off, his eyes are smaller than his entire face? He's got a big head, but really squinty eyes. Kind of just like me. <laughs> I hate you, but I don't. <laughs> I'll take it. I'll take it. At Mia. From GS. Granger Smith. Did you get the instrumentals uh, to Tailgate Town? If so, how did you like it? it, it yes. Um, <clears throat> Trevor um, played that for me um, right after um, podcast, and uh, I, I, I really, really, I, I, I loved it. Um, thank you so, so very much. Um, yeah. It was absolutely everything I wanted and more um, because I had already pretty much timed out my entire processional with the lyrics. Um, my mother-in-law just hated the fact that I wasn't walking down the aisle to something without lyrics. So I said, mm, sucks to suck, but now that it's without lyrics, she can't say anything. So you are walking down to that instrumental? Oh, 180%. 180%. No, I was going to walk down to it with the lyrics, and I'm carrying down the aisle, but no one needs to tell me. My garter literally is a holster. Oh. Yeah. Thank you, Mia. I'm packing a full 40. Gang, gang. Which is legal in my state, and it's registered to me at ATF. You can go look that up, because I know you're probably watching this podcast as well. Yeah, fed boy. This question is for at Toko Suprump. I noticed that you are a huge Josh Turner fan. Can you hit the brown note? So, believe it or not, I did this probably sometime about a week and a half ago where I was telling everybody, guys, I think I just found the resonant frequency in my room. It was not. It was the brown note. It was, in fact, the brown note. Needless to say, that was a long night. Because I was so entertained by it, I kept doing it. Oh, yeah. Again, at Toku Suprump, we heard the harmonica on the last uh, podcast episode. How much did it hurt when you slapped yourself? I don't know. You want to hear it again? Sure. Might need to turn up your gain. Real quick, while um, Toko's turning up his gain, um, Drew, where's your harmonica at? Because last time I checked, you needed to get one too. You can't answer after Toko slaps himself, though. Here he goes. (laughs) We didn't hear. Oh, fuck me, bro. This again, bro. God. Did you turn your gain up all the way? <laughs> I heard that little mean. I did too, but I think like he just plays it so hard that he, the mic doesn't yeah, register it. It's how, the same fucking spot as last night too. Drew, how often does he hit himself like this on a daily basis with the harmonica? Very often. It's getting worrying. Worrying. <laughs> Do you think he needs to seek some psychological help? Uh, yes. Yes, I will be taking him to Fort Charlie tomorrow. Ooh. <sighs> uh, love you too, bud. At everyone, is any one of you musically talented? Toko, just because you play the harmonica does not count. Yes, it does. I don't know what you're talking about. 
Also, hang on, no, 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 no. So I'm not talented, but you know, all I have to work on is my pitch, but I can sing deep. The which is why I like Josh Turner. Can we can we get a can we get a prime example? No, because I'd have to play the music. I guess that's fair. Drew, are you musically are you musically inclined? Not the slightest fucking bit. I wish I was though. Because I was told by a mutual friend that you can play the clarinet. What? Who the fuck said I can play the clarinet? He plays the meat flute really well. Can you play the clarinet? I've never picked up a clarinet in my life. (laughs) (laughs) Who the fuck is telling you that I know how to play a clarinet? Excuse me. Last year. Thank you. Uh, so Toko can play the harmonica. Drew can play the clarinet. Mia can sing. What else? What else, Mia? What else can you do? I can. I I can dabble. Dabble. Let me reiterate the term. Dabble. Yeah. On the piano. I can play the flute and I can I'm learning learning percussion. But it depends again, it depends who is asking because depending on who's asking, I cannot do any of this. So anybody ignore the fact that Toko's giving a small musical interlude with his harmonica? We'll just wait. Wait, yeah, you gotta go. You had to get closer up to the mic so that we can hear it. So actually, that didn't sound too half bad. <laughs> yeah, encore. It's like so loud that the mic's not even picking it up. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> Drew, how good can he play the harmonica? Has he played it for you before? No, he never has. I don't even know he had one until the other day. How good does he sound on the harmonica? Like shit? <laughs> I've heard gas station crackheads sing better, though. <laughs> I can picture Toko just in a jail cell. Having that fucking harmonica on him. I love you, bullet. I love the way you blow that harmonica. <laughs> At Drew the Dude. Are Damn you, it. Are you voluntarily gay for Toko? <laughs> At this point, I don't think it's voluntary. I was forced into this. I was coerced under false pretenses. I believe it. I'd like to put out the fact that I think I know who asked that question. Who? Matt. Yeah. (laughs) I was about to say. God damn it, Matt. Hey, we love you, man. We do. We do. Oh, Toko, that reminds me. Is, is Matt getting those plank steaks still and not his ribeye? He's been a good boy lately. So far, rib, ribeye. But if he acts up? Then he's getting chopped liver. Oh, you can't do the man dirty like that, man. At least the I like liver, so... At Drew the Dude, what is your favorite MRE and what comes with it? Yeah, I think I said this actually the other day. We were talking about this. Normally, I'll go for either the tuna because you can't fuck up a prepackaged thing. Yep. Plus, it comes with like mayonnaise and shit. Or the uh, the chicken chunks with the, the barbecue or the uh, either barbecue or the buffalo sauce. Ooh. 
I've only had one that came with the barbecue sauce, and it scared the shit out of me because I didn't realize it was barbecue until I bit into it. Was and that was the most ter- It was. I mean, it was barbecue chicken, but it was terrifying because I knew it up till that point to only have buffalo sauce. And I was like, huh! And like audibly gasped and like, it was like, oh, fuck. And I spit it out a little bit. I was like, oh, okay, we're good. <laughs> but yeah, I, either one of those two or um, if I can't get those fucking uh, Chili Mac. Because, dude, Chili Mac. You can't fuck that up. This question is not if you try. Everyone. Uh, where can we send fan mail? Toko? I'm gonna give a really sassy answer first. The North Pole. I don't think we're Personally, I work there. I, uh, I collect all the mail there and I send it to all the little boys and girls that ask Santa for presents. And I tell them, unfortunately, we don't have the pay cuts this year. Um, Budget cuts, huh? But if you wanted to send us fa- fan mail, I actually don't know where you would send that to. So I'm going to let Mia answer that. Go ahead, have you. So we haven't... Um exactly gotten there yet if i'm being completely honest however if there's enough interest i mean i'm not opposed to opening up a p.o box either closer to trevor or i um yeah that's something that we're gonna have to work on um if you wanted to p.m us Either Twitter, Instagram, however you reached out to Trevor via email. Um, our Twitter's Fuckery Crew Pod. Instagram's Fuckery Crew Podcast. Same with TikTok. Message us on one of there. And once we have one, we will send you that. But as of right now, we don't have anything set up in stone besides our personal addresses, which obviously isn't the most ideal to have fan mail sent to. Just for security reasons, with a lot of us being military and them going to direct military installations. So, offset. Send it to the the civvy. Yeah, Trevor, we're not putting you in danger either. I don't give a fuck. I'm just kidding. Just send it to Drew. If you send it to Drew, I'll steal it from his mailbox. (laughs) Do it. I'm just kidding. That's illegal. We don't condone crimes. We follow the law. Not at all. Not at all. We follow the law. And we respect the authority. Yes, we do. Even the MP's authority. Okay, hang on, hang on. You've gone too far. (laughs) A little bit of a stretch. Yeah. I mean, Drew Drew did say his best buddies are MPs. False, I know his best buddies. You? (laughs) When did those words come out of my mouth? (laughs) <laughs> Just giving you shit. Better watch yourself. Nah. There are two cool green suitors on this post that are MPs. At Drew the Dude, are you just as much of a death jockey as Sue Prump is? Currently, yes. But that's just because, again, I run the boss program and... Can't really do much engineer stuff while you're running a program for single soldiers from a garrison, so. Happens. So I know I say I'm the desk jockey, but Drew is actually more of a desk jockey than I am because he has to sit and brief people. And by people, I mean the big wigs. So... It's not just them, okay? And that hasn't happened in a while. I also brief the new people that come into the pace. And fucking, you know, like, it, just new people all around. It's great, because they don't know what the fuck is the boss program is. But it's fine. Fine. And Why do you have a hammer? Drew the dude, when do you pick, when do you plan to pick up your third stripe? 
I don't even have two stripes. <laughs> oh shit. Um, fuck, man. I don't know. I've I've been a specialist for a very long time at this point, and I don't know. I'm, I'm I've said this before. I'm like E four, so like they're the top of the totem pole of the lower enlisted. As soon as you get that five, you're right back at the fucking bottom and oh, under the ground. Fuck Corporal. It's a shit rank. <laughs> Thank you for that. Everyone in the army hates the rank Corporal. Yes. I've met two Corporals that I liked, and the rest of them can... I don't know. I didn't say you were one of them. Cor yeah. Corporal Mia? I'm just kidding. Three. Including Mia. She's fine. I guess. Well, Mia's a Corporal, and she loves her life. I'm going to go ahead and put it out there. Those two corporals that he knew ended up becoming sergeants. One of them, however, is a tall, lanky, cripple boy. And Mia, no, it's not you. We just happen to know two crippled corporals. Oh, is it, is it Doc Monkey? Is it you? Drew? Is it someone that I know? No, it's it's a buddy of ours. <laughs> Excuse me. Wanty hoof. Um. At Toko, are you going to pick up your third stripe? Um. Uh. No. <laughs> no. And that's all. Allow me to caveat off of that. Uh, fuck stop no. Using, using, stop using military terms. Sorry, let me backpack off what the commander said. That's also military term. Stop it. <laughs> you bitch. Oh, I do want to state that I am not in the military. I am very much part of the Civ Div. Um, I am very, I'm very boot to all my friends. March along, sing a song. With the army of the free, count the <laughs> Drew's face. His face. Now, Drew, I can understand why Mia hates the song. Why do you hate it, dude? I'm a salty E4 who's been in for five years. You think I didn't hate that shit right after I got out of basic? You're fucking First of smoking point, crack or something, bro. To build the nation's might, and the army goes rolling along. For me. <laughs> Come on, sing it with me, Drew. And it's hi, hi, hey. The army's on its way. Count on for cadence that is strong. And for air we go. You will always know that the Drew goes rolling along. Don't go even singing. <laughs> See, that's how much he loves the army. I mean, Call of Duty. At Drew the Dude. Pogue. I'll take that, yeah. Everyone's a Pogue at this point. No one's fucking deploying. <laughs> Except for Kyle. Just, On vacation. I mean, just like Angry deploying to Mia. Maybe a brush up will attack us. Maybe then you'll be useful. That's about it. Other than that, we ain't deploying. Yeah, I mean, how did you feel about oh, angry folks. cops coming at you? Um, I thought it was weak. You could have done better. Let's be honest here. Step it up a notch. I mean, he is coming after um, Death Jockey and Drew. Okay, go ahead. But I, I want a better one because you were extremely weak. And I'm heavily looking forward to do my clap back. Oh, you got a clap um, back for him? Yeah, it's going to be some of our TikTok content. We're going to be doing clap backs. Um, I'm going to need you to step yours up a little low because I can't clap back to something that's elementary school. I'm looking at our Twitter right now. It said, if I had a dollar for every time someone said you had a big head. 
if I had a dollar for every time I heard that, I'd be one rich bitch. Let me tell you. <laughs> who's the mom and who's the dad asking for a friend? Tokosi prop and dream. I'm daddy. <laughs> He's like. <laughs> Okay, your power bottom in the room. It's Drew. He's the mom. Sorry, I have a personality other than my first name. Loser. <laughs> my girlfriend actually made me something too. So, that's now hung up on my wall. <laughs> At Drew the dude, get your hands out of your pockets. You're not my dad! I'll do what I want! <laughs> my hands are cold. I'm gonna do what I want. <laughs> I got a question as to why that is such a regulation in the army. Like, I don't, I don't understand. Like, you can't have your hands in your pockets. My thought process was always that it, I guess, came off as unprofessional, I guess, with all the fucking, you know positions we have and all the the poses like we're you know on a vogue cover but I, that that's at least what i always thought it was i just do it there i just put them in there now because it keeps them warm but also i i don't know if they got rid of this one but the no walking and talking on the cell phone that's still a thing yeah it is Oof. i know the air force just went away with it didn't they they got rid of as it as far as they got rid of it. It was some new thing I had seen. They had, uh, they had taken a bunch of like regulations out of the out of whatever out of circulation, I guess. Uh, and I think that was one of them. Like you can't walk with like headphones in, obviously, but you can like you know answer a call and walk or like the watch or something like that. I could be wrong, but uh, at least that's what I thought I had seen. Google is my friend. At Tokosu Prump. Yes. What is your favorite game to play right now? Oh, baby. Don't say Valorant. Pokemon. That's it. Drew, how do you feel? Okay, so that's my favorite game of all time. <clears throat> With a close second being Skyrim. But the game that I'm playing the most right now Don't say Valorant. is Valorant. Damn I'm playing Valorant. Sorry. Nice playing a knockoff of CSGO. <laughs> nice. Ready that's or not's not better. I love no. when we were playing Ready or Not last night, and we we're telling Toko to yell at them to get on the ground, and he's literally screaming into his mic, "Get on the ground!" <laughs> it's like, dude, you don't have to scream at your mic to actually like get them to comply with your commands. At everyone who's in the military, what is your thoughts on the army getting rid of the shark attack? Mr. Drew. So, for me, my, so like I came in like right before they got rid of it, a few months. And I, you know, obviously everybody before they joined us had at least some interaction for the most part with the military, whether it be like movies or something like that. But that's always a pivotal thing is the shark attack. And I, I I thought it was stupid to get rid of it. I, I think it's, you know, like I said, a very, like, key part of the, the whole basic training experience. And it, like, sets up, you know, it, it shows who's going to be good under pressure and who's going to crack. And so, you know, you can kind of feel out who needs what and who needs that extra special attention. So I, I thought it was stupid to get rid of it. Mia. 
personally think um i i did it i think a lot of people did it i'm a huge proponent in tradition um at the same time i was also looking at going at west point so i'm not saying yes i think no west point being one of the military academies so you basically go through four years of literal hazing um just to be an officer so it's an rotc like it's rotc but it's military it's a military college um if that makes sense um it's how do i put this rotc on steroids so like you get the commission right after you graduate I mean, you do an ROTC too, but you have like the clout of saying, I went to West Point. You need a congressional nomination or a nomination from a senator. There's like all this different stuff to get in. Um, and essentially, when you're there, the class above you is your cadre. Um, and the class above them is there, whatever. It's the term shit rolls downhill. Very, 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 very true. Um, However, people that go there, they love it, you know. You know, you don't go there not knowing what you're about to get into. Um, That's something I'll say for sure. I mean, some people manage to go not know, but they don't last, if that makes sense. You will not last there, and you will not make it to graduation if you are not 110% aware of what's about to happen. Um, So for me, I'm, you know, I was raised um, a little bit on the older school side when it comes to Whatever I think you should be able to get screamed at, get yelled at, but um, I don't know. That's my personal opinion. I have a very unpopular opinion about it, so that's why I really raised my hand on it. I do want to hear from Tori, though, at some point, because she was a girl. Speaking of Tori, welcome, Tori, to the podcast. Um, yeah. Hi, guys. Sorry, I'm late. You are good. Welcome. Toko, go right ahead, man. So, personally, I didn't like it. <clears throat> When they got rid of the training, um, the shark attack, because it almost feel like they took a part of our lives away. Our initiation process was given a different meaning. But I will say that doesn't mean they don't get correctively trained because it's not called hazing. They are correctively training the mistakes that the trainees have before they go into red phase. Let me tell you, it's pretty interesting to watch. Imagine not making it to white phase. If you know, you know. Anyways, uh, Mr. Jack. I saw the shark attacks as a good thing because, yeah, they create a stressor. And what is the military's primary purpose? Combat. Fighting wars, fighting the nation's enemies. What does that create? Multiple stressors. So the sooner you get used to stress and how to deal with said stress without losing your mind, the better. And to take that away, take that tool away, I I didn't see a use to, uh, a point to that. So yeah, you can create other stressors, but nothing ever beats like Black Friday in the Marine Corps, when you first meet your drill instructors. And then you question yourself, like, what did I just walk into? Mm-hmm. Uh, so, Tori, we got a question for you. Okay, full send. This question is, you, you, you were my drill sergeant. I found your TikTok, and you make pretty funny videos. How is life and how's everything going for you? So, one, thank you for finding my TikTok. <laughs> I try to make it as funny as I relatably can. And life is very interesting. Um, it's very comical in moments. It's very stressful. It's the reason why I'm late. Um, it's because I try to constantly stay busy and keep going as I go. Um. Now, I know we were just talking about the drill sergeant phase, and we were talking about everything with the shark attacks, if I may tap into that one. Yeah, go right ahead. So, so, 
I know a lot of people are for the old traditional, you know, shark attacks and, you know, jumping into the first phase and being someone who did do that and having one or two of you on here who did see me as your initial uh, introduction as a drill Drill. sergeant. It's... (laughs) Hi, Drew. Drew. (laughs) (laughs) It's really not, it really is not that bad of a transition to go into what we are now. Um, We still provide the stressors. We still give everything that everyone is going to need. However, we're adding more to it. The drill sergeants get to still be drill sergeants. Minus that 45 minute introduction of me in your face and doing that raw, like, yeah, like like Mia just did, like that raw correction, like in your face. Um, moment. We are now adding that initial like team stressor, that you know unit bonding, um, and seeing who can do what and if they can complete the task collectively, which adds a lot more pressure to that. And drill sergeants are still doing what drill sergeants are supposed to do. And after they get done with that first 100 yards, the introduction to what they are going to be at the end um, of blue phase or the end of their MOS, it's game on. Once they hit those bays and once the commanders release them to those drill sergeants, it's game on. And that's when, you know, the real fun starts. So, I mean, don't think that drill sergeants are not getting, you know, that initial, you know, that push and they're still not able to be drill sergeants and teach those you know, the soldiers, how to be soldiers just because we took away that shark attack. Like those guys are still sweating it out. They're still fearing that Brown round, you know, that Australian Bush had from those female drill sergeants. They're still feeling it. And I'll tell you right now, like I had, I've had several cadets go to basic training in AIT and they came back and they were like, it was everything that you said it was going to be. And then some, so trust me when you say that you may not think that it's there it's there yeah uh this this might make you chuckle tori this comes from drill sergeant and casey and he adds everyone in the army saying scatter with the evil emoji dot 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 i love that all i gotta say is scatter or ghost and everybody like <laughs> drew just disappears <laughs> <laughs> Scatter is the next best word to zonk. I will never choose peaking. Like if I say scatter, eyes. <laughs> Tori, we gotta hear your best impression of saying scatter in your drill sergeant voice. Like whether it's like just really soft, but like you're you're scary, or like you're screaming it, like scatter. Do I gotta see Drew's reaction? I'm not even going to say it. All I got to do is just, like, look at someone and be, like, disappear. Like, and just I, like, yes, I will actually it. turn my camera <laughs> I will actually turn my camera on. Do it. Don't mind. Do it for mess from today. <laughs> She's like, I am having flashbacks. Yep, there it is. Yep. That's Drew, the... Drew no, because all I got to do is just, like, look at you and... Like you gotta go. You're gone. Bye. Now, now, Tori, it's... was Drew a good recruit in basic? Yes, because he was actually not one of those ones that made that lasting impact to where I have hundreds of stories to tell about. So yes, he was. Mr. Toko. I'd like to go ahead and point out that she's not the only one that can do that. Um, my NCO does that. Oh. He'll look at me. Look back in the office, see nobody is looking, look back at me and go. You're just like, yep. I'm like, deuces. <laughs> it's just that look or something like that, just like, I gotta go. <laughs> Mia. Okay, so on the lines of two things, I, I had my hand up earlier. This is a very popular opinion, but in the army, like the female drill sergeants have a completely different hat from the brown round. Okay, hear me out. The brown round compared to that female drill sergeant hat. Okay, brown round scary, but you you see that female? The shorter they are, the scarier they are. Point blank period. I will argue that till the day I die. 
we had my drill sergeant. She wasn't even five feet tall. And not like, even she five the hell feet. out. Doug, that woman was five feet, and she was busting out her uniform like not like muscle. Like, no sir, no ma'am. You said jump. I'd say off what bridge? Not even how high. Okay, like she was terrifying. Like genuinely scary and like she had she has a very deep voice like me when she yells she had but her speaking voice is this very soft sweet little like you know it's like very like really soft spoken like cutesy girl like i can't even imitate it because i have a really like masculine voice for a woman but like dog (laughs) i've never like and then my male drill sergeant, he was, like, trying to be scary. And then she just walked out. And we're all, like, yeah, no. No. No, sir, no, ma'am. Um, but I've gotten that look multiple times while I've been at drill. Mind you, I'm disabled. And my, my NCOs are a huge pro- proponent because if I stand up too quick, I'll pass out. They do not want me standing point blank, period. They are not taking that chance. So if they can't find a wheelchair, they'll put me in an office chair. (laughs) So they'll be, like, yelling at someone, and then they'll give me that look to, like, go scatter. I can't scatter unless someone pushes me if I'm, like, in an (laughs) office chair, unless I'm, like, running on my little legs. So I'll just, like, turn my chair. (laughs) 10 out of 10. But, like, there's that look even, like, I don't care how much, like, whatever you got on your chest. Like, it will be, like, another, like... Like, I have my two little stripes. Like, it's not much. It's not much, but it's honest work, okay? Now, this is a question for Tori. This comes from a 04. A major who is a pilot. Saying, in basic training, have you ever been called sir or ma'am? Which in the key sense means that you're referencing to an officer. If so, how did you react? So, sir or ma'am was a very common thing, and we constantly, we would overreact, and then we would remind them consistently, it is not sir or ma'am, it is drill sergeant. My title and my name is drill sergeant. They're just like, don't look like a damn officer to you. We would never actually really say this, but I would have to consistently say that, and then when I worked at reception... I was reminding them over and over. Sorry, Joel Sard, I apologize, Joel Sard. This, this is how it is. I don't care. Get it through your head right now. You see the hat. You see the badge. It is Joel Sard. It, I mean, it would happen all the way up until, like, white phase for some of them. Just they still call you sir so or ma'am. Hard. Yes. I mean, I still get called sir or ma'am, and some of them have been around me for, like, two or three years. They're like, I'm so so that brings me to a question, Tori, that like when when they say sir, or let's say they screw up on something and then they say, sorry, Joel Sargent, they apologize. Do you flip out on them, too, when they were like, I don't want your damn apology. I, I used to. There got to a point to where I just look at them and I'm like, go away, like, just go away. Like, because it, it gets to the point to where I would have a vein popping through my head because I was just. I was ready. I was ready to go. I was ready to lose it, but I was like, I gotta stop. I gotta stop. Thank you. <laughs> Toko? I think, I think Drew's getting flashbacks. <laughs> oh. Just weep it. With that being said, Tori, I know for damn sure that you got most of that from your Southerners. Mm. I know damn well you got that from most of your Southerners. Knowing Drew, how he grew up, he definitely grew up saying, yes, sir, no, sir, yes, ma'am, no, ma'am. That's how I was raised. But I got my shit corrected at the recruiting office. <laughs> and when I tell you I got worse smokings at the recruiting office than I did in basic, that's not a fucking joke. Like, like that's why I was out of shape. So it felt worse. Uh, Mia? So the two things I want to point out is propository for being, um, not pulling the, (laughs) do I look like a sorry drill sergeant to you? Because when Trevor asked that question, 
I don't know. I think Drew saw me. I scooted my chair back probably about 10 meters. It nearly shit my pants. Okay, that that phrase right there, like someone would ask that, and we all do specifically. Like again, my little my little drill sergeant, love her to death. She definitely she got she got me right. She got me right. There's nothing I I messed up on since. Okay, I'm scared to mess up still to this day. But <laughs> hey hey, I, I'm a, I'm a good soldier. Okay, I do my stuff right. I, I make her proud. It's not much, but it's all work. But that that one phrase, that and the ma'am, she'd always say, I work for a living. Do I look like an officer to you? And then she got yelled at one day because we had gotten a new battalion um, commander, and he didn't like when the drill sergeant said that. So she got blasted in front of all of us. So then obviously, y'all know how it is in the army. Things roll downhill. That was the worst day of my life, almost. It was up there. It was not actually the worst day of basic training for me, but it was up on the top five. Memorable. I was definitely beating my face for a few hours. Yeah, Mr. Drew. Yeah, just like uh, just like what me said. The the good old. Oh, so I'm a sorry drill sergeant. Is that right? Is that right? All right, go ahead and push, Private. That's that was the go-to that I always heard. And yes, I am guilty of the sir slash ma'am fiasco. I did it on one of my drill sergeants when I actually got to my fucking training unit. And all she did, because at that point we were, the drill sergeants didn't really care because it was, at least ours, it was like most of their last cycles. So they were like, yeah, I'm done. So they kind of dropped the drill mentality and went just squad leader, team leader, whatever their respective position was based on their rank and all she did was it's drill sergeant and then just like smacked me on the ACH and then like, <laughs> yeah she's just like, she's like stop it and now and then that was it thank you Drew Toko this is the last thing before we move on to the next question uh, while we're on the topic of drill sergeants I know damn well every one of you that went through army basic got this movement And we all knew what that meant. And it wasn't one person. It was all of you motherfuckers are pushing. Lottie dottie, everybody. Hmm. Again, another question for Miss Tori. Uh, this question comes from ooh Mr. Granger Smith he says I just checked out your TikTok you look heavily tatted up do you plan to get more in the future love the ink one thank you two huge fan and three yes I plan on plenty more tattoos like a lot more tattoos I actually have four more planned um within the next six months so yes very much so now i gotta ask you tori how much did it cost for like both of your arms to be completely like done uh so each arm was roughly about twelve hundred dollars that's not terrible and both were both yeah both were done in single sessions in one session one says yep are we we talking like maybe six hours Six hours straight. And they look phenomenal. Yeah. And the last time um, either one of the arms was touched by a needle was this one right here, which was for my niece, um, who passed away a couple days after Thanksgiving. That was the last time either one of these arms was touched. So, yes. Now, which one... I put... Which tattoo hurt the most to get? Uh... Probably the one on my right side, on my like my right hip. Mm. That one actually hurt the most. Um, and I got that one done during drills art school. Ooh. So we're supposed to have a four day weekend, and <laughs> we got the text message that uh, no, we had to be at PT on Monday. So were you all sore and everything? I was super sore. It was. 
color work done. We didn't really have much of a chance to heal. And we were in full uniform. It was in the summer. So it was hot and it was sweaty and it was in South Carolina. So oh, it was awfully painful. Ooh. I will probably never do that again. The next time I get a, a like any one of them done on my side or my feet or my legs, I will have an entire week off of work. <laughs> I will take leave. So like I am not going to work while I get a tattoo done in a painful spot. I'm taking off work. I don't care yes. what people say. Uh, oh wow, there is a lot of questions for Tori. Also, thank you, Granger, for for reaching out to Tori and yes, checking out her TikTok. Thank you. I'm pretty. I'm I'm very sure that Mia and uh, Tori are very grateful for for making them known that they exist. Uh, at Toko Suprump, how ecstatic are you if Josh Turner does happen to make a video for you? Oh, the headphones are coming off. Uh. <laughs> He's searching. He's speechless. He's speechless and about to cry. I think uh, he broke Toko. About to cry again. If he, if he, uh, like, I cried the first time. If he sings like your oh, man. Oh, the tears are staying in the ducks today, needless to say. No onions. I would be very, very, very ecstatic. Because we all know how much I love my Josh Turner. Don't call him daddy, though. That's off camera. <laughs> I'm so I'm sorry, Mr. Turner. I love you. If you are watching this, I apologize for that. Uh, at Tori Lynn from Granger Smith, what is your favorite song? I'd have to say for me, though, don't tread on me. You're on muted, Tori. Oh, she's thinking. So right now, it's a toss between Holler and Happens yes. Like That. Yes. Okay. And one of the reasons why Holler is because I know one of the gentlemen that was in that video Ooh. on top of like quite a few of the veterans, too. Okay, and then happens like that because it just it has like that that emotion and like that feeling okay and i mean i put holler on like repeat for months like going into work like i was so excited for that so those two I, it's a really big toss between those two now tori um once, once we get to our song reactions which i hope you can be for be there for uh there's a Granger smith song that that we need to show you that mia absolutely went bonkers for i don't think i don't think necessarily for the music but the amount of just Power Stroke, Duramax, Cummins, the Brat. Doo -doo 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 -doo. It, was probably, it was probably Holler. No, it wasn't Holler. No. We we gotta show you. It's it's full of just. Doo -doo -doo -doo, doo -doo -doo -doo. There's so much in it. I mean, it's like I would have died happy there. It was that good. I, Tori, I gotta show you if you can be there for it, but. Um, we're pushing over our hour mark. Oh, man, did you have your hand up? Go ahead. Uh, I, I was just going to comment. Um, a lot of the, and all of Granger Smith stuff is just, but anything with Earl Dibble, listen, those music videos just, your inner, just, if you have a bit of inner redneck, okay, I have a lot of bit of inner redneck, okay? More than Tristan? <sighs> Yes, red boy, hickbilly, hickabilly, whatever. Listen, I am the real Asian redneck, let's be honest here. <laughs> Anyways, moving along. Um, they just really... 
make you happy. They just, if I was, you know, I'm too old with my chronic illness. And unfortunately, it's not like a terminal illness. There's no like make a wish program for adults with chronic <laughs> illnesses. Okay. There should be because it really sucks. Like, I'm not going to die, but I'm going to be suffering for the rest of my life. Like, that's just as bad. And I'm an adult. Like, it still sucks. Like, but that would be my wish, bro. Hell yeah. Like, to put into just happiness. Just happiness. So much of it. Happy. The happy tears. <laughs> Happy tears. Jealousy. Happy tears. That you, is all. You put me You put Mia with a whole bunch of trucks and power strokes coming to Duramax. She'll be happy set for life. Out in the middle of fucking nowhere. And nothing but black smoke. That's like pure heaven for her. Tori, I'm going to show you this video. I, I have to. We have to show it. Uh, but... We have hit over our hour mark, so this has been episode one, season ten of the Fuckery Lounge podcast. We'll be back, uh, what is it, tomorrow for episode eleven. Um, one season ten. Hmm. You said episode one, season ten. It's episode ten, season one. No, it's season one, episode ten. Did I say season ten? Yes! Yeah, you did. Oh well, yeah. this has been <laughs> season one, episode ten, and we will be back with episode eleven tomorrow. Wow, I feel like a stupid motherfucker. And to whom we'll be back tomorrow with episode eleven. Make sure that I got that correctly. Thank you to all my friends who keep me in check. Um, with that being said. We're going to be moving on to our song reactions, and we hope to see you there. Have a good one, everyone. Oh, and fuck you, Kyle. Well, fuck you, fuck Kyle. You Kyle. Fuck you, Kyle. Fuck, fuck you, Kyle. Kyle.